Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's your boy, Tyler Layfield, joined by my co-host, Torres Finney. How's it going, Torres? What's going on, Tyler? What's up, baby? What's going on, man? Hey, you know, we've been looking. It's almost playoff time for the NFL. Hey, one of my favorite times of the year, you know, so... Look, I can't wait. And also, in a few days, we will get to it, you know, later on in the week. But mm-hmm. college football yeah. playoffs as well. So, we got it's, – it's starting to wind down for football, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, if anybody knows, for Georgia, the state championships are this week as well. So, I don't that's screen. another thing. Yep. <laughs> that's another thing. So, yeah, things are starting to wind down for football. This is where the best starts to show who the really uh, – who's the best are. So, I can't wait. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I figured we kick it off by definitely going over these teams that have, um, you know, that have locked in their playoff spot. I mean, right now, but you know what? For just to start things off on a good note, right? We'll, we'll cover the AFC where your Steelers are at. Of course, the Chiefs. Um, I'm pretty sure they locked up. That they, they definitely locked up that first round bye, right? Yes, the Chiefs locked it up yesterday with mm-hmm. a very um, interesting win against the Falcons, yes. but. You know, as we say, the Falcons, you know, they never fail, man. I mean, literally when A.J. Terrell dropped that interception in the end zone, I sat there and said to myself, I said, the Chiefs are going to win the game because you don't give quarterbacks like that. They all they used to be always saying, you don't give Joe Montana a second chance. You don't give Michael Jordan a second chance. You don't give Tom Brady a second chance. You don't give LeBron James a second chance. You don't give those great players like that second chances. No. <laughs> You don't give Patrick Mahomes a second chance. And that's what the Falcons did. And surely as the game did, he capitalized. And, you know, nobody expected um, oh, young young who to <laughs> miss that field goal. Oh, yeah. He only missed one all year. I know. And the thing sailed wide right. and It was a weird kick. It was. It looked hey, like it was going straight down. The and it just, it just so happens that I was going against him in fantasy. So oh. I, said, hey, I was telling Torres, y'all, for all of my guys out there that are in the fantasy league, it looks like I done locked up another uh, championship. It'll be the three-peat. Uh, yes, sir. Everything worked in my favor. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had a bad game. Derrick Henry had a bad game for his yeah. part. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had a bad game. Young Wei finished with one point. He had a miss. Uh, so, I mean, dude, it was just everything was going right. And uh, Like they said, what are the odds? <laughs> what are the, exactly, dude. I, the odds were definitely not in my favor going into this week. Um, when you have players like that that I just mentioned, like that, that's like literally the top guys at every position. They just all had a bad week. So, mm-hmm. um, man, I'll, I'll be – I got to keep up with the social media. I got some fun stuff uh, set up once I – I'm up by 78 right now as we're recording. Uh, hopefully, Stefan Diggs doesn't score more than that tonight. To, uh, to- uh, I doubt it. He's not dropping that, especially on the Belichick team. But, you know, as one of those next teams we are getting to will be like the, the Steelers. I mean, I look yes. at the Steelers right now. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Started that, off- made me, that made me go to the gym. Oh, I know. When I saw – we went down 21-7 to 7 at halftime. 
And I saw our offense only had like 65 yards worth of offense. I said enough of this. I, I went to the gym because I couldn't I couldn't watch it. Our offense was stagnant. We couldn't we we sucked. We couldn't run yeah. the ball. We could throw. We could do it. Our defense, oh my God, it was so bad. Like I am still a little bit in shock now that the Steelers won the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. And then when I get to the gym, you know, I was, you know, getting ready, da da da, getting ready to uh, go train. And I and I just do go look quick, uh, quick peek at my phone, go see what's, mm-hmm. what's up. I see it's twenty four to seven. I said, okay, enough of this. Get off your phone, Finney. Let's go train. That's it. And they yeah. lost. I get back in the locker room. It's twenty four to twenty one, and I'm like, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> and man, the guy that everybody been picking on all last week because uh-huh. he's been freaking dancing. Juju got his chance to be Juju. That's right. Corvette, Corvette. Yes, yeah. sir. You can go bet all you want, Juju, because guess what? He caught the game with a touchdown. They and did. that's what I'm talking they about. And I, I'm tired of people getting on Juju. Look, he was dancing on first 11 games with 11 and 0. Mm-hmm. Where the heck was all those people doing all the criticism? Exactly. Because he was court betting all y'all teams. That's the reason why y'all were mad. That's oh, right. but now they lose three games in a row. Oh, yeah, and I want y'all also to remember we played three games in 12 days when the NFL was screwing us constantly over the COVID-19 mandate, uh, different types of protocols and all that yeah. bull crap. Yeah, we were getting screwed. And our team had to play over and over and over and over and over again. And we had a lot of injuries off that. But guess what? Guess what? Mike Tomlin got that team. He settled them down. He got them right. He said, boys, let's get this game together, as he did. And he got those boys playing a great team out of the Colts, which is, you know, well, they could be a playoff team. You got to see if they win. But, you know, a potential playoff team. And he got those boys playing. Right now with a two seed, it it depends on what happens with the Bills, you know, as I'll get to in a minute. The Bills, you got to play the Patriots. um, But as we recording this on a Monday, uh, they got to play the Bills tonight. And – the Bills also got to play the Dolphins next week in week 17. So um, this is going to be really interesting because the Dolphins have to win to make the playoff. Yeah. The Bills already in it. What are they going to do? Are they going to sit people? But the Bills know that for them to get the two seed, um, they have to beat the Dolphins. And then again, you sit here and ask yourself the question, are the Steelers going to play all their guys against the Browns? You know, give their guys a break. Because if you sit here and think about it, what's the difference between, you know, two and three? You know, two and three. I mean, neither one, neither Bills or the Steelers are allowed to have fans in a stadium. True. Only thing is, you know, and the Steelers play in a very cold weather. The Bills play in a very cold weather. I don't think that'll be impacting either team. But yeah. you know, the question just remains. You know, it's what a, was? I mean, it just it differs where the opponents. I mean, right now, y'all are. If things were to end right now, um, I think you guys are sitting at uh, playing the Browns, and then the Bills. If right we now, were to get the two seed, yes. yeah. And then right now, if the Bills were to stay at three, they'd be playing the Ravens. So, I mean, it just depends on what your preference is. Would you rather play Baker? I'm not going to lie to you, man. Lamar and the Ravens. Lamar's been rolling. Lamar has been rolling, bro. He has been. I don't think anybody want to play the Ravens in the first round. I'm not going to lie to you. The way my Steelers have been looking, I surely do not want to play the Ravens in the first round. I do not. I'm telling y'all right now, I do not want the Steelers to see the Ravens, not the first round, maybe the second round. But surely not the first round. And I will say this, for the Steelers to keep the two seed, they have to win. And with them winning, um, it's, it's, the Browns won't probably won't make the playoffs. And that's a crazy thing to sit here and think about. The Browns probably going to go 10 and 6. One of their best years they've had, what, in the past, what, 10, 15 years? Yeah, yeah. And they 
might not make the playoffs, even with an extra added playoff team. You get seven teams, you still can't make it in with a 10 and 6 record. That's crazy. But you sit here and look at the Browns. I mean, man, you cost yourself. You lost to the Jets. Yes. That's your well, own fault. Well, let's, you, let's I mean, I, I will say the no, no receivers that did hurt. But they weren't even my dude. It was killing me because I, I come up with a Kareem Hunt fantasy owner. Why don't you use the guy? Y'all were talking about using him as a slot receiver to begin the season, and then you're not even using him. He's sitting there trying to throw the practice squad guys that have just been moved up. Um, it was that. Now that was a rough game to watch. That really was. That was bad. That one. That was rough. That was bad. I felt so bad for the Browns a little bit, and I was like, man, you know. And the Browns had to win that, and I was hoping that the Browns would win it, you know, to keep their lead above the Ravens. And yeah, it, 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 it's tough now, but every game matters. You look at these teams, every game matters. And then also for the Titans, the Titans need to, you know, they're, they're in the playoffs. Um, but if they lose and the Colts win um, their game, I think the Colts got to play the Texans, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, if the Colts play the Texans and beat those boys, then um, – and the uh, Titans lose. No, take that back. Colts got the Jaguars. Jags, and the you know – The Titans got the Texans. The Jags could – see, this is a weird thing. So, the Jags have done locked up the number one pick, right, since the Jets wanted mm-hmm. to come out and win two games in a row. Uh, <laughs> the Jaguars have done locked up the number one pick. So, whether they win this or lose this, it's it's theirs. So I mean, yeah, we'll yeah. see how they come out with it. They did. They did end up playing um, for a little while there. They played the Bears pretty close. The Bears ended up just they dominating. Um, so the Colts, they would to for them to clinch, they would have to win and the Titans lose, or mm-hmm. they would have to tie and the Titans lose. So to win the division now to win. To get in for just a playoff, there's a whole lot of scenarios. There's like six different scenarios where they'd have we'll to enter tie and have the Browns, Ravens, or Dolphins lose. So, jeez, yeah, that, this is where it gets really interesting. And mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, the AFC, the AFC is pretty uh, locked up and understood. Yeah, a little bit. It's just about who wins where. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't see Miami. I mean, Baltimore not making it. Baltimore's gonna beat Cincinnati. They're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland. It depends on what the Steelers do, man. I think if the Bills lose tonight, I think the Steelers gonna um, play their starters just to get that two seed. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Nobody wants to see the Ravens right now. No. And uh them getting that two seed will potentially either allow them to play Miami first or uh Indianapolis or depending on if Tennessee beats Houston you know it, that's a still up in the air game because the Texans will play with anybody especially well, well so I don't know if you caught any of that game yesterday toward the end of the game Deshaun he ended up having some type of throw where he got caught in a person's face mask and mm-hmm. he's actually getting like scopes and stuff on his arm today, so I don't know if we'll even be seeing him to end the year off. Sadly, um, that be, might be yeah. an easy dub right there. If he, if yeah. he don't play, let's let's be real. He's the only reason they're really, you know, in these games at all. So yeah, it's it's tough to say. You hate to see a guy like that end his season. Um, That's true. And I just looked at him up on right now, and they said Texas quarterback says he will play in Week 17 against the Titans. Hey, okay, good. And I will say this as well: the way that JJ Watt was fired up, true, he could, 
Hey, it, it, it could get really interesting, man. I'm telling you, a lot of these teams yeah. that you thought was for sure playoff teams might slip out. I mean, between the Colts, Dolphins, Titans, Browns, heck, even Ravens, even I don't think they're losing to the Bengals, but they're still right there. All these yeah. teams that are really good teams could slip out on last week. It's going to be really interesting to see in the AFC. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. I mean, some people, I hope there's not too much of an overreaction here. Of course, um, you know, we're recording this on Monday. Last night, uh, the Titans went to Green Bay. It, it was snowing. Green Bay dominated that game really from the jump. I know they made it close there for a second, but if you actually were watching the game, you would know this thing was never really close, in my opinion. Nope. Um, mm-hmm. They they had the advantage. You're playing on our ground. We, we play in these temperatures all the time. We know what it's like, and they, mm-hmm. they showed that. So, I'm not worried about the Titans. I think that they're going to be good if they do make the playoffs. They're going to be fine. We've seen what they can do, you know, last year, you know, making a making a pretty deep push. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, moving on. So, right now, I know that they if, – if things were to end now, they'd be the number four seed playing the Dolphins. So, let's talk about the Dolphins a little bit because that was a crazy game. We were in the group what chat. Was. You were like, what a play when Aguilar had that long that long catch for a touchdown. Then, you know, you ended up topping that with what a play by Miles. <laughs> <Jackson. And then laughs> back and forth, bro. Yeah, what a game. What an ending. And, you know, of course, we know how things went in the game. Tua ended up getting benched. Um, you know, later on in the game for Fitzpatrick to come in to be the closer. Isn't the first time we've seen this, right? Nope, nope. And I got it. I got into a little bit of an exchange with Jacob Walden on Twitter. And I know Jacob, for those of you that know Jacob, he's a friend of the show. He's been on. He's, we've had him on an Alabama podcast before. And, um, you know, he's a big guy on Tua. Tua, Tua won him a championship um, or two. I can't remember. At Alabama, you know, of course, beloved Alabama yeah. player. Um, mm-hmm. And he wants to see the guy succeed. All for that, man. Um, but I don't know. If, if you're like me, you got to look at it like it's not a good sign when you're getting taken out of the game, uh, you know, to for the net person behind you to come in and win it. And this isn't the first time we've seen this. Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. was doing good with this team before Tua took over. And I, I referenced the article that Schefter dropped earlier this year, the press release he dropped, where the Dolphins ultimately made the decision to start Tua, not because he's better, but because they want to see what they have in him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they want it. This is, this is a trial run. This is a test run. We're going to see what we have in this guy, because guess what? This upcoming QB class, it's no joke right now. It's really good. We know that there's some good QBs in this class. And right now the dolphins have, because of the Larry Mutunzel trade, they're going to have two first round picks. One of them being in the top five. So that could get you a guy like Justin Fields. We know it's not going to get Trevor. Um, it could get you a guy like Zach Wilson. It could get you the kid from North Dakota State. Couch, I don't yeah. know. Where are you at? Would you rather roll? Yeah, Mac Jones. Uh, you can go on and on, really, with this this list. Uh, Jake Trask, yeah, like you said. And what would you what would you do, though? I mean, what are, what are you thinking here? Right now, if, if you had to make a decision, would you rather stick with a guy like Tua? We've seen a little bit of him. I will say they haven't called the best plays in the world for him. I know that's that's the argument right now is – they're not opening the playbook for him, but would you rather stick with a guy like Tua, which you've seen a little bit of, or would you roll the dice on a guy in this upcoming QB class? Well, let's 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 sit here and think, you know. Go ahead. Well, Ron Fitzpatrick, for one, he's a great quarterback in this in the senses of I can come in and get the job done enough mm-hmm. for you in the regular season. Now, is this the quarterback you're gonna stick with to go or take me and win a Super Bowl? No, he's mm-hmm. not that guy, but he's the guy to win you the game. He's a great backup, but 
in the senses of tool, we're looking at tool right now. Now, I'm going to say this. I do agree with you on everything you just said. I do. But we also got to remember, Tua is a rookie. True. We also got to – not many rookies can just come in automatically. Yes, you got exceptions, uh, Justin Herbert or – It was picked picked after Tua. Yes, that's right. I mean, to an extent, Jalen Hurts, he's been looking really good. Yeah. Um, You got a few guys. Look, look what the Browns did. Look what the hey, Burroughs, look what the Browns did. They stuck with Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Easily, the, the Browns could have said, man, we need another quarterback. Let's go ahead and just jump off this train. Well, he no, had a good rookie campaign. The next he did have a good does. rookie year. He did have a really good rookie year, but they stuck with him. And I think that's the same thing they got to do with Tua. They got to stick with him. You got to – sometimes you got to go through your trials and errors. And yeah. I think Tua is right now going through his trials and errors, and he's still learning. Now, it's not like Tua is a turnover machine. No. That's the – He's not a turnover machine. Yeah. He just don't always make the best of throws or, you know, he still drives. Where Ron Fitzpatrick, which comes with experience, he's been in the league, yes. what, since 2000, what, 6-7? He's, he's been in there for a minute, yeah. for a long time. He understands I can just come into the game and I understand the dynamics of how to play NFL football, and I can easily just bang, 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 bang down the field. Plus, mm-hmm. he went to Harvard. He's smart. Yeah, he knows the game. He knows the game. Uh, one the of game, the highest uh, wonder league scores playing. of any quarterback that's ever you know went into the combine. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Ron Fitzpatrick, he has, he knows what it takes to play NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. It just Tua is still learning. Yeah. Now, if we want to talk about this year, this year just alone on the better quarterback, the better quarterback to me this year for the Miami Dolphins is Ryan Fitzpatrick. And the reason why I say that, I think he gives them the best chance to win. Now, I will say Ryan Fitzpatrick might play better because we got to remember at the beginning of the year, Ryan Fitzpatrick had that, they had a winning record, but they picked two in. And, you know, you remember that interview, he was a little bit, you know, teared up. He was like, he don't understand. Like, he don't know what he had to do wrong. And I agree with him. Now they got two in and he always got to come in either save the day, you know, do this, do that. And guess what? He's always coming in and he's saving the day for the Dolphins. Heck, you also got to remember this. He is the only man <laughs> to be on the Jets, Bills, and Dolphins and beat the New England Patriots with Tom Brady and Belichick. He's the only man to beat them with hey, all three teams. Good like, accomplishment. How many people you know? Exactly. <laughs> so this magic to me, I believe is true. And I think since next week they have to win this game against the Bills, would you want to throw Tua in that type of pressure? Do you want to say, Tua, can you lead me to this promised land with the only game we got to win with this top-ranked defense? The Dolphins got a top-four defense in the NFL. They have the leading interception um, uh, player. What's his name? Um, Xavier Howard. Uh, Xavier Howard, yes. He's the number one. He got nine interceptions. They have a really good defensive line. Would you want to throw away this team not making a playoff by not pitting in the better player for the last game of the season in which matters? To me, you got to pit in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think you add more weapons around Tua. I think you try to get more players, better players. Yeah. Um, Because Tua, I think Tua can be the long run. I think he is the I'm not, and, and don't get me wrong, I don't want people to hear what I'm not saying because I'm not saying that I'm, in the, I'm on the camp of replacing him. Because I'm not. I mean, you invested a high pick in them. I do think that they probably should stick with them. They kind of owe it to them, I feel like, at least. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it wasn't very fair of them to kind of come out with that statement saying, you know, we want to see what we have in him. That 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 is, in itself puts a lot of pressure on them. Um, to me, though, it just depends really what they end up doing at the quarterback position for next week and for the playoffs, should they make it. 
it depends on if you want to win or not. If you really want to win these games, it's obvious where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you can't win with Tua, but if you want to kind of give yourself the best chance, I think we all know who the obvious choice is here. Um, but yeah, no, I think if if they go and, and they stick with Tua, that they can add some great pieces in this draft. I mean, there's there's gonna be some great wide receivers. I love this class coming out. You know, we got a bunch of guys from LSU and Florida that are coming out that are gonna be good. Um, some good tight ends, Kyle Pitts. That'd be a nice little yeah. Little that's another one. Yeah, I mean, it, it it can go a lot of different ways. Um, it's just you can't sit here and deny. I mean, you can't get mad when they when they take out Fitzpatrick when he can come in and makes plays and wins games. He does he does what he needs to do to get the win. And then you got another guy that's throwing for ninety three yards in that same game. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's it's just you can't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't see the argument there. I see people are saying you know about the play calling. They probably could get better. I and for their case, for his case, I hope the play calling does get better so we can actually see what he's about. So yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'll end that one. Um, you want to move on to the NFC playoff side of the ball? I'll, I'll, yeah, we yeah. I will. Yeah, we can. I will say this. Go ahead. Tua, Tua you know, a lot of people don't want to say this. But I think he – I mean, I think a lot of quarterbacks from Alabama really did this. But they were under the system of Nick Saban. And when you get surrounded with all those five-star players, you don't really get a chance to see your flaws. Yeah. We saw a lot of Tua flaws when he played top-ranked teams a la LSU or a la uh, UGA. Yeah. When they, he played those type of teams or Clemson, we saw some of those flaws. And, you know, it, it just – you know, the miraculous comeback in the national championship will always blind people of the flaws that people see out of certain players. When you when you make a miraculous play or or do something in one game and you're like, oh, my gosh, he's the greatest. Like, for instance, yeah. Malcolm Butler. Well, there's a reason why New England let him go because yeah. he's on the Titans and he give up a lot of – like, he is not the Malcolm Butler that made that same play in the Super Bowl. Like, he's good. He's a good yeah. player. But he's not no top cornerback in the league every year, like unlike Stephon Gilmore. He's not a Stephon Gilmore or Tredavious White. He's a good player, but he's not that type of player. Just be, and it blinds people because when people make those type of plays, that's all they see. They don't see the full picture of like the flaws of the player. And I think that's what's going on right now with Tua. True. Good. Good way to end that one. Um, so we look at the NFC side of the playoff picture. Packers locking up that one seed with that first round. Uh, by as of right now, mm-hmm. they have it locked up. I mean, I don't know if there's really. Um, I have to look and see if there's a scenario that they get knocked out. Obviously, they came off coming off of the. They can. They beat Saints earlier this year. They they have oh, it locked up. So it's locked. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously, you know they they ended up having a good win against Tennessee last night. I feel really good about them moving forward. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of people, including A Rod now, aka Aaron Rodgers, uh, to, uh, <laughs> him in the race for MVP now. In fact, a lot of people are kind of leaning, leaning his way. Um, so interesting to watch there. Um, I don't know how that one's going to end up shaking out. He might win it just because people. I think he wins. Despite, I think he wins it. Mahomes, the the he's game. Been, he's been good. Yeah, the game Mahomes had yesterday, last night. I mean, yesterday on Sunday. Yeah. Against the Falcons, I think that sealed the deal because Mahomes haven't played the best the past few games. That three interception game against Miami, um, the only bad game I've seen of uh, out of Aaron Rodgers when he played Green Bay. Uh, I mean, sorry, played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, lost thirty-eight to ten. Um, he didn't throw a single touchdown pass. He had two interceptions. Um, he great. also um, 
Um, dang it, I forgot. Oh, yeah. He also uh, only rushed for just one touchdown in that game. So, out of all of the games, now there's only been two quarterbacks that has thrown a touchdown pass in every single game this year. One is Patrick Mahomes. Two, a lot of people wouldn't know, but he is Big Ben Roethlisberger. Ah. Yes, there's only, there's only two quarterbacks that has thrown a touchdown pass in every single game this year. Ooh. So, I mean, I mean, with Mahomes having the yards, Mahomes has me what four thousand, four thousand and seven hundred some yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has thirty six touchdowns and I believe five interceptions. While my, uh, Aaron Rodgers has four thousand yards, he just surpassed four thousand yards uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, he has forty four touchdowns, but he only has uh, four interceptions. So you look at Aaron Rodgers and you look at the dynamics of like the two players, and you be like. He's much more efficient. He's the number one quarterback in quarterback rating. He's the most accurate quarterback in efficiency. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers wins it. Yeah. Um, he also got the number one seed. You know, uh, Chiefs have played some tougher teams, I believe. I mean, you got to remember, Chiefs don't play a lot of good teams. We don't talk about the schedule overall. Mm-hmm. Chiefs don't play a lot of tough teams. So has the Bills. But um, and Josh Allen is another yeah. guy. Yeah. That's in that discussion. I don't think he wins. I think he's on the outside looking in. But, um, He's all, he is well he is as well in that discussion, but yes, give me Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, but I think Aaron Rodgers wins it. So, yeah, yeah. And the the question for me has really been about that defense. They showed me a good bit last night, even though I will say the weather conditions were in their favor. Um, they looked pretty decent last night. They look like they can put up somewhat of a fight, and maybe this team can uh, can surprise us all and go you know go pretty deep. Um, right now, as it stands, the Saints at 11 and four are the number two seed. Um, Drew Brees coming back now. He uh, and Kamara coming off of his huge, huge God, my lord, six touchdowns. I looked up, I was like, this, this has got to be, you know, a record. And he ended up, yeah, of course, it was a, you know, it was a record. He um, only two other people, and it was like, I think the last time was in like the the 70s that somebody did that that's crazy before that it was in the 50s so especially in this past first offensively yeah that's crazy exactly Mm -hmm. so that that's wild their their defense has been pretty good this year and right now how it shakes out if if things were to end like i said today um they'd be playing the bears as a seventh seed um and obviously that's not locked up by any means the bears can still fall out there like we said there's a lot of moving parts here but um, the Bears, talking about them real quick, too, they've been on the come up. A lot of momentum on their side now. Mitchell Trubisky, he's been – where has this been? Where has this been? You know, before, before – I don't know, man. He's actually looking okay. When you throw to Allen Robinson, that good things happen. David Montgomery is now running like a good running back should. Yeah, that's another I mean, yeah. of course, you got the defense. So, I mean, dang, man, they've been shocking me a little bit here. Yeah, you asked that question. Where have you been, Mitch Trubisky? You know, where have you been all year long? Oh, that's right. Nick Foles had your spot. Well, yeah. three. I'm glad you finally – and let me tell you something else about those Bears. Um, that boy uh, – that defense is playing. Yeah, the Bears' defense is playing like it's – Let me tell you something. We'll know truly a lot about the Bears next Sunday because now since the Packers have number one seed locked up, uh, the, the real question is – this is the real question. Go ahead is whether or not um, – oh, wait a minute. I'm going to take that back. The Packers have not locked up the top seed yet. I oh. take that back. They have not locked up the top seed. I thought they did. Um, 
But they did beat the Saints this year. I'm looking at a current so article. If, they, if the Saints and the Packers both win, they have the tiebreaker. But if they lose and the Saints win, the Saints can get the first seed, right? Well, the Saints are 11-4, and and right. the Packers are 12-3. and three, So, I don't know. Oh, okay. Let me see. Oh, if the Seahawks. Wow. Okay. okay. If the Seahawks win – and the Packers lose, the Seahawks take the number one They would one jump seed. from three to one. Wow. Yes, that wow. is one of the wildest things. And you know what? The way the Seahawks has, you know, had went through their little spurts throughout the year, you would have never thought that, you know, they were still in the contention for the number no, one seed. They've been playing awful. They had, they, they had been, yes. So, yes. Uh, yeah, that is 100% right. Yes. So, the Packers will be playing their starters look like because they do need that number one seed. And two, um, I will say this, the Bears have to win that game because if the Bears don't win, which the Cardinals still have a good opportunity to play, because mm-hmm. uh, the Cardinals still have a great chance of that's, making a playoff. You know, that's going to be a weird game too. They're, you're looking at possibly no Kyler Murray and no Jared Goff in a game that could determine a playoff spot. What happened to Kyle? Oh, that's right. The injury at the end of the game. Yeah, right. he has like a lower, like a leg injury. And then Jared Goff, if you've seen the news, he has a broken thumb. The broken thumb. Ooh, that's, that's big. So and the backup quarterback has never played an NFL snap at all. Wow. In his career. Wow. So this is a uh, yes. Crazy this thing, is going to be really big because um, that week 17, boy. And they're playing each other, the Rams. And the Rams had a great position to be to win the NFC West. I mean, but you know what really hurt the Rams? What? They have been swept by the 49ers this year. Mm. They've been swept by them. And at least splitting one of those games would have given them a better opportunity. But to be swept by the 49ers, a team that don't not even make the playoffs, and yes, that 49ers team is still tough, even though they don't, they're not at full strength. And I believe that 49ers team at full strength would have been wrecking havoc in the NFC. Yeah. But – that's, that's going to be the thing, you know, the Seahawks got to get by that game. I don't know who's going to win between those Cardinals and Rams, to be honest with you. That's going to be a tough game. Um, and, yes, the Bears. The Bears have to beat the Packers, and the Packers have to win, you know, because I ain't going to lie, the Seahawks are like more than likely they'll win. So, the Packers, this is a must win. This that's is going to be a lot of must game. wins for everybody. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, there's a – we're getting into some good, good matchups here. The NFC, I feel like it's – I don't know. I feel like it's a little tighter. I don't know. In my in my, in my eyes, there's a lot of closer games. That that Bears-Packers mm-hmm. is going to be really good. It's going to um, be really good. Yeah. And then you look at um, – you look at one team, I will say that I still have a little faith in. Um, I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. Yes. I got Tampa Bay. They got to play the Falcons next week um, again. So uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know what Falcon team might come out there. I think Tampa Bay pits to the rest, but Tampa Bay is trying. Let's be honest, Tampa Bay is trying to clinch that five seed. If Tampa Bay can keep that five seed, they'll be playing, which we're about to get into next, the NFC East, yes. one of those teams. Yes. And I, I am a little bit shocked, mm-hmm. but those Cowboys, the Cowboys look good. Man, they, look they are looking really good. It is making me wonder. Like, I'm truly sitting here wondering. I don't know. Like, I think those Cowboys, they they get in there. That's not going to be an easy game. Like, it's funny mm-hmm. how, you know, Brady always struggled against the NFC uh, East. He struggled against the Giants. You know, he lost in them in the Super Bowl. He lost the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I don't know much about him against the Redskins. You know, Cowboy, he beats those teams most of the time. But mm-hmm. still, in the playoffs, in the postseason, he struggled against the NFC East. And it's going to be really – I think if those Cowboys get in there, that's going to be a tough game. I think he can beat the Giants again because Daniel Jones, I have no faith in him. No. Washington, they're up in the air with their quarterbacks. And, you know, got to talk about that too as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes, with Washington. And then the Eagles don't have no, you know, they officially got eliminated yesterday. And I think Eagles going to try to play spoiler. All Washington got to do is win. But all the Eagles got to do is, you know, try to knock them out. The Cowboys and Giants, the winner of that game, um, has to hope for the Washington to lose. So, yes, we potentially going to have probably have a six and ten team or a <laughs> or a seven and nine team in the playoffs playing Tampa Bay in that first round. So yeah, no, those those will both be good games. I know they actually moved the Washington Philadelphia game to Sunday night just because of the you know everything that's weighing with that game. So that people have one to- game, baby. Yes. Yes. Because it's coming down to that, man. It should be pretty good. I'm you you mentioned you know Philadelphia maybe playing spoiler. Um, I wonder, you know, would they want to do that? Would they want to help out the Cowboys? I don't know. They, you've always heard about how them two teams hate each other, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Um, so I'm wondering if they would want to. But um, the football team, like you mentioned, uh, it's a, been a crazy thing to follow all year. The quarterback situation, you start off with Haskins. He gets benched. You go to the uh, – who was it? Uh, Kyle Allen, and then he gets hurt. Then you bring in Alex Smith. He gets hurt. Bring him back in Haskins. He sucks. Who would have thought? We've been calling that from the jump. I think you and I are both on that train where we've been, uh, you know, we've we've been on that train where we're we're not very high on Haskins. We both, I believe, think that he's a bust. At least I do. I've been very vocal about that from the jump. Um, but now uh, it's Taylor Tyler Heineke. I think is going to be starting for them this next week. So. Um, it should be an easiest win, I think. We'll have to see how that ends up going. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be a crazy game to watch for sure. Okay, yeah. So, with that being said, without you know, getting past all the Washington football team stuff, all that ugly quarterback mess, uh, let's get into a little bit of the NBA action that we've been seeing here recently. Of course, you and I made some some picks on these Christmas Ooh. Day games. Uh, were you yeah. able to pick any of those? Um, yes, I was get the, I was able to get some um, Christmas Day games. You know, mm-hmm. I was a little sad about my Mavs, but yeah, but I was really, I mean, I was really happy to see some things out of you know who those Nets and yeah. those Clippers. Those two teams look really good to me. Um, I will say the Lakers do look really good still. They're still yeah. they're going to be the Lakers. They're going to be who they are. Uh, I will say this. I don't see LeBron scoring as much as he used to. Um, no, I think this is probably going to be one of his lowest uh, career points per game um, in his entire career, basically. So yeah. I think um, – but I think the entire – the way he's going to play, he's just trying to get everybody around him. I mean, he got a lot of big men. He got a lot of scores. He got the team to win. Um, I will say I am still – lingering over my Mavericks freaking defense. That's what I'm talking We about. have no defense. Yeah. We have no defense whatsoever. And we bank on guys not making shots. That's basically what we bank on. And we like, we can outscore you because I know my guys can drop 
130 points per game while your guys can only drop 129. That That's not the way I would like to play basketball. No. I need my maps to be able to play some defense. And until then, we're just going to be in the middle of the pack, always in the West. Uh, that's We're not going to rise to the top unless we know how to play some defense, which will get to my other point where that's what I like about the Nets. The Nets got a pretty good defensive team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Steve Nash should really, you know, put some – Good stuff with these boys. I mean, I like I like these Nets. I like this Nets team. I think they're yeah. gonna be really good. Kyrie looks good. Kevin Durant looks really good. DeAndre Jordan, you know, he has some stuff. Joe Harris. Um, we did have a bad uh, injury. We will get to now. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, he partially tore his ACL, and that will right now make him out for the season. So, uh, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough for the Nets. Um, and I think right there that closes the door on James Harden potentially going to the Nets because yeah. James Harden was also in the trade. You know, then when it was in trade talks, you know, about potentially going to the Rockets for James Harden and some draft picks and some other players. But I mm-hmm. think that pissed the nail in the coffin. And I'm not going to lie to you, I think that's a good nail. That's a that's a bittersweet nail. You know, I wouldn't want the Nets to give up all those players on the bench just for James Harden. But then again, losing Spencer Dinwiddie, that, that really hurts. So – um, yeah, but I think the Nets still gonna be a top team. They look good. So, and the same thing with the Clippers. They look good when they hit on all cylinders. Yes, when they, when they hit on all cylinders. Cool. I'm about to say, as that. he said, you know, you know what? They are a good team, and I already know what you're gonna bring up. That little blowout. Uh huh. Little um, blowout or big blowout? I think it's a big one when you're down by 50 at halftime. Don't when you say so. Um, but hey, it's by it's by your Mavericks. So, I mean, you, you, you must have been happy. When you play by Mavs, that's what happens. We'll drop yeah. points on you, yeah. just like that. <laughs> and it was, you know, and to note, it was without, you know, it was without Kawhi. Kawhi got elbowed in the face by Serge Ibaka um, the mm-hmm. other night. It was, yeah, it was actually on Christmas night. I want to say he got elbowed in the face. Night. He's mm-hmm. like questionable moving forward for these next couple of days. Um, yeah, but they they. They've looked okay. The The Clippers haven't looked too bad. Um, we still haven't seen Marcus Morris join them yet, but Toom's been a good addition for them. Um, Ibaka's been all right. So, Paul George, mm-hmm. is, he's playing good ball. They, like you know, like we've mentioned, they did get blown out by your Mavericks. Um, they were able to play some defense that day, it looked like, so that's good. Um, as far as the Nets talk, though, yeah, the, the Dimwitty thing, I think it's going to be much bigger than what we're all thinking. Uh, Dinwiddie was actually a starting guard for them. He was in their starting lineup, um, and they were kind of relying on him and LeVert to run things off the bench, you know, in that second unit. Um, him being gone, I will say, I think I think it is going to make a bit of a difference. At the end of the day, you got Kyrie and KD. You're going to be straight. You're going to win a lot of games. Um, but they ended up blowing a game uh, the other day as well. They ended up losing to the Charlotte Hornets. And boy, it's my George team, dude. They're good. Yeah, yeah, man. They're awesome. I think we all have to get to make it to the playoffs this year. Um, but no, they back no, but for real, though, they have been a surprise team so far. Gordon Hayward was hey, he's making the Celtics, to be honest with you. He's, he ought to be making the Celtics wish they had him back because he was looking good. Terry Rogier, another former Celtic. My really God. Good. Yo. Yeah. Your boy KD was getting bodied on that game. They he oh, was he was a dunk on magnet. They were all dunking on a Terry Rozier, uh, PJ Washington. Everybody was dunking on KD. And then 
Oh, my most favorite, my most favorite part before the season, we all heard it this offseason. Kyrie came out and said, I finally have somebody that can hit the game winning shot. I finally have somebody that can that I can rely you know on what? to make that game winning <laughs> shot. And he, hey, guess what? He didn't do he couldn't do it. KD went up for a shot, and sure enough, I will give it this. It was an in and out. Sometimes it just don't go your way. I'm, I'm just saying this because I just love cracking on uh, Kanye Irving. Is that's what I'm, that's what I'm gonna start calling Kanye him. Irving. Kanye oh, Irving. Man. As much as he, hey, he, that man's crazy. He's been acting like a like a nut here recently. But um, I don't know, man. I, the Nets, they're looking good. I think that I, I'd be shocked to see them not in like the top three seed coming out of the East, just based off what we've seen so far. Well, barring any more major injuries, then yeah. yes, I see the Nets as a top team right now. I don't see nobody in the East right now that can really compete with this team. Uh, the Bucks actually, to me, the Bucks look like they don't look as good as they did last year. Anyway, yeah, it's early. It's early. It's early. Yeah. I mean, we got to say that it's early. It is too early to make everything. big judgment calls. Way on too early to make any judgments right now. So we still got to let, let's let's see these guys play at least ten games. Yeah. So we can have a, a, enough to you know enough volume to go after. But mm-hmm. I, I don't worry much about any of these teams. But like right now, some of the same teams look good. I will say a surprising team that is three and zero right now is the Magic's. Um, the Magic's look really good. Uh, a lot of teams. The Magic's. And the Cavaliers are right now three and zero. They're the only yeah. team. Yeah, I think uh, the, the Thunder. Only. The Thunder is undefeated, even though they've only played one game. Right, one game. Well, and yeah. then, and yeah. then there's what, what's there's one more other undefeated team right now, and it's like a team that we wouldn't. I don't know. All the undefeated teams right now, they they were teams. Well, that, Magic, yeah. Cavaliers, Pacers, and Hawks. Pacers. There you go. Pacers and Hawks too. Yes. Um. Yeah. The Pacers and the Hawks, man. They, I mean, it's just like teams that. And don't get me wrong, Pacers and Hawks, we had some more higher expectations on them. But it's just like if anybody you thought was going to be undefeated, you figured it'd be, I don't know, the Nets, the Clippers, the Lakers, you know, like all these big That's teams. Right. Um, That's right. But, you know, these – these hey, the Hawks, man, we got to talk about them a minute. That offense is looking – Trey Young. I, I know you Tor- – Torres, please go ahead. Uh, tell the tell the listeners uh, how our fantasy uh matchup went. I'll let you go ahead and crack. Go ahead. And well, well, well. You know, this is my first year ever playing fantasy basketball, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I really enjoy it, and let me tell you why. Because I got a lot of draft steals that nobody, and I mean nobody, thought of, and I think that's the problem. Because everybody was going to all these players. I'm like. Y'all leaving guys like Russell Westbrook on the board. You're leaving guys like Blake Griffin on the board. You're leaving guys like, you know, Trey Young on the board. I mean, you, we knew guys like Trey Young and them was going to do, you know, yeah. they were going to play. And to me, my biggest steal, see, I wanted Luka. I knew I was going to be able to get Luka. I knew he was going to go early. But when I saw I was the ninth pick and I saw the 13th ranked overall player for the fantasy was Kevin Durant, I said, oh, my gosh. I was like, these people are really doubting Kevin Durant. I'm not. Kevin Durant is going to be Kevin Durant. Yeah. I took him instantly, and then I took Trey Young. And also, I got Nikola Vucevic, and I got um, uh, Goran Dragic. So, yeah. I got all these players that are, you know, key guys for their team that can easily drop points. And Evan um, on Fourier, I got mm-hmm. him as well. So, I got all these 
basically guys that can drop points really good at getting rebounds. I yes. mean, Russell Westbrook, he ain't going to drop a lot of points all, all the time, but he's a triple-double king. At least he gives me that. Exactly. Trey Young, he can at least give me a triple-double. Kevin Durant, he's more of a point side, points to rebound side. Blake Griffin, he's more of a double-double type guy. Yeah. Like, I have – I was so happy. I like. I really enjoyed my team. Yeah. And Rightly I so. Think, I think it me up, stay bro. healthy. As long as I stay healthy. Oh, yeah, I'll pick the whooping on Tyler, y'all. Yeah, hey, I'll pick the, was, the game. Was, look, hey, let me tell you something. Wasn't even what close. pissed me off the most was they give you the percentages of who they think is going to win the matchup. Yep. Tyler, for the, almost the entire time, was up like 73% to 27% on me. And I'm sitting here like, but I'm winning it by like 50, 60, 70 points. And then as time went on, mm-hmm. I was the only one that had the lead. In the entire league, I had to lead over my opponent, and I still was uh, was going to lose by percentages. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" That's why I don't so, take them things into consideration. Those percentages do don't mean anything. Those projections don't, don't mean anything. jack. It don't no. mean jack. So, you know, I really like my fantasy team. I got Zach up next, so this is going to be really Ooh. him and his Jason Tatum type boy. So, I'm about to really pick him to sleep on Uh-oh. the reason why I disagree with what he picked. So, we're gonna see. Okay. We're gonna okay. See. We yeah, man, dude, it. it is. It has been fun. I've been. It's been fun, like keeping up with your players, seeing who's doing good. Who's? I've, I've already made some pickups. I picked up one of your Mavericks, uh, Josh Richardson. Ooh. I think he'll be a decent Ooh, pickup. Yeah, okay. I like, I like okay. him. Um, okay. Yeah, I've, I've done made some some a little bit of moves on the waiver wire, but it's been it's been fun, man. I've been I've been enjoying watching all these games. Uh, watched like a ton of basketball this weekend on Christmas yeah. Day, opening mm-hmm. opening night, things like that. So. Um, any any surprises so far? I mean, really, the the Golden State Warriors. I, I'm I'm worried about my ranking on them. They're just not looking as good. They struggled with the Bulls. You yeah, know, all people to get their first yeah. win. They struggled with the freaking Bulls. It's not looking good, man. I if I could go back, I would I would move them down a little bit on mine. But mm-hmm. um, Phoenix has been looking okay. Portland's been looking okay. They did good. Yeah, yeah. And you, you forgot to mention you have CJ McCollum too, dude. And he put up a yeah. good oh, three. Another exactly Jeez. another guy for me, man. Look, yeah. And these guys were, let me tell y'all, these guys were late on the board. They left them to me. I late. Like, yeah. Now Blake was definitely a later one. Blake sure. was late. CJ McCollum was probably third or fourth round. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Vucic was like fifth or sixth. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had I had to get these guys based off their pedigree a little bit. I was like, these guys are gonna drop points. I have to move some of these guys around based off, you know, uh resting. Um but that's the good part about it. I mean, the more that the rest, yeah, the more yeah. likely they're gonna have a really good game the next game. So yeah. um, I'm actually liking some of these resting days. Um, I also want to look at uh, a, a a guy that you said um, you said think of a person or a team that's been yeah. surprising. But I've already said what the Magic's. But the player is oh. Markel Folks. Yeah. Yes. Man, last game against the Wizard, he hit 26 points. I mean, this year so far, he's averaging 26 and, you know, 26, three and four. And I'm like, he's, he's starting to look like a, the player that is coming into his own. And mm-hmm. the 76ers let him go. And that yeah. could be, you know, detrimental a little bit. You know, the 76ers are looking, you know, good right now. You know, a lot of people asking, you know, more stuff about Doc Rivers, you know, how they, how them boys going to play. I will say the yeah. 76ers do look pretty good right now. They're two and one. Um, but we still got a long season to go, you know. And the Cavs, we thought the Cavs were gonna be the they, worst. And it, and it just goes to show you, like, I don't know, you don't have to have all the best players in the world if your team plays well together. 
You can win games, and they they are. I'm being ditched. They are playing very well together. Andre Drummond's he looks like Andre a new Drummond. man. Yes, um, Garland and Sexton are a great backcourt right now. Can Nance. Points. Uh, the the young guy Okoro, I picked him up. Okoro, he's, yeah, he's been okay. He's just a good kind of role guy right now. Um, Kevin Love, of course. Kevin Love, people yeah, like he's been that. having some solid games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Larry Nance, he's been doing okay. People like mm-hmm. that. It's they that that's a surprise team as well. You you said the Magic, the Cavs. I would go with them too. And then to be honest with you, um, surprise player, uh, R.J. Barrett so far. He's, Ooh, he's actually been yes. looking okay. That that's one yes. guy that's he's been shaking some stuff up, looking okay. Yes, I have been looking at a little bit of R.J. Barrett. Let me yeah. tell you something. Those those players have been coming through. You know they start. You know how we used to be like. Oh, they were really good college players. They haven't became good enough. I mean, if you like, you made an all-star college team. Yes, these yeah. are the top players. They're starting to come into their own now, you know. True. And sometimes, you know, we should have we should have took that in, into consideration. It takes a year or two for you to eventually settle in. I think exactly. these guys are starting to settle in now, and I think they're going to start making noise in the league. It's going to be really good, man. I can't yeah. wait. And some of the rookies, Wiseman for the Warriors. He's, He's looking, looking good. really good. Yeah. Um, Anthony Edwards. About ball. Oh, oh ball, yeah, ball, ball now surprising in a bad way. He had that great preseason. And then, of course, night one, he comes in and I think does like two assists, no points. Like it was just very underwhelming. They Their guard depth is just so, so deep. They got uh, Graham. Uh, they've got uh, Rozier. Of course, you know, Hayward's going to be balling out. They, they're just so they, they've already got so many pieces. They don't really have to use ball immediately. Um, but he's been okay right now. Though I mean, Anthony Edwards, he's been doing great off the bench uh, for the yes. Wolves and Wiseman. I'd have to give them the lead right now when it comes to Rookie of the Year, even though we're only three games yeah. in. Three games in. Yeah. We're judging it from now. I'm, I'm giving them the edge. I mean, Anthony Edwards, he, he's not bad now. I mean, no. he's looking pretty good for the Timberwolves. He didn't look bad in his uh, his first showing. I mean, his first showing, he had 15 points. Exactly. Uh, then he had 18. Then he had 15 against the Lakers. So he's, he's not, not looking bad. Mm. No, he's not looking bad. I, I, I like these boys. They're, they're all right. Yeah, all right. yeah. And then uh, speaking of the Lakers, I got to go, you know, I got to bring them up or talk about them a little bit here before we go. But, man, I mean, coming off the loss to the, the – they've been playing different. I, I don't know. Some some part of me, I don't know, it thinks that they don't always take it really as serious as the Clippers do when they play each other. I don't know. Like the Clippers look at it like it's their Super Bowl or their NBA Finals Game Seven. But like, I mean, it is. It's the rivalry. They are. I mean, yeah, that's great. But I don't know. They just take it more serious. And then the the Lakers, you see them the next two games, just you know, just balling out, going crazy on the Mavericks, then going crazy on the Wolves, and then just having people contribute. I mean, we had Anthony Davis sit out literally last night, and Kuzma starts for him. And guess who goes off? Kuzma, bro. Really good. Yes. Kuzma looks really good. Wharton Tucker coming off the bench doing good. Mark Gasol dropping dimes. Yes. It's just like, it's, it's, it, when one guy's when one guy's out, the rest step up and make up, and I, that's what I'm loving about this team so far. I think that they're looking um, they're looking really good, and they're they're looking how I want them to look. I, I like what I'm seeing from them. Boys. Well, let me just tell you this: ever since 2012 and 2013 season, the Clippers are 19 and six against the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. So yes, in the regular season, the Clippers are pinned on the Lakers, regardless who is at the helm. But, 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 but. They have yet to meet in the playoffs. And I think, and I think when those boys meet, you and I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. 
I'll let happen. you get. I'll let you get your happiness in before it's gonna happen, Tyler. I'm telling you, man. Take your early victory lap. Oh my God, I'm telling you, man. When those boys meet in the playoffs, man, it's gonna be different. I truly believe that. I truly believe that. I've heard this story before. I've seen this movie before. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see. Hey, we'll see if they can get past the first two rounds this year, and then you know, and then and then go from there. We'll see. I mean, you're right, but mm-hmm. you know. They got their little revenge on the Nuggets. I, I, like I said, I think that Nuggets stuff was flukish. I truly believe that. Um, yes. Now, yes, you, you asked the question, you know, it's a little different between having flukish in football and, you know, basketball, because basketball you have to do a multiple game. Yes, winning three games in a row is really hard, but it just – it's like literally everything the Clippers had to do wrong. They, like you had 19-point leads in back-to-back games and you gave both of them up, and you're telling me you wasn't a better team in those games? Like that's hard for me to believe. Like the same year, the Rockets in their uh, they was only up three two, but the game when they played with Chris Paul and Chris Paul got hurt. Yeah, and even when Chris Paul got hurt, they still had fifteen point leads and they would lose them. Stuff yeah. like that. Or that Thunder's team playing that seven three and nine Warriors team. I think the Thunder team was a better team. To be honest with you, I yeah. do. Well, it don't, I I think, mean, it don't matter. It's it depends on who can who can who has the mental fortitude, who can get through it, and who can pull it out. At the end of the day, the win's the win. You got to give it to them. So yeah, it was it was fluky. We'll see if they can recreate that. Jokic is looking very good. I will say that to start it off. Yes, Murray, Murray's. I don't know. Murray's been a little slow start. So, same thing for Donovan. I said that two of our I bubble guys. It. They've been a little slow to, to start we'll off. I, I'm pretty sure they'll end up picking it up at some point. But um, but I'm liking what I'm seeing from the Nuggets too. I think they're they're doing okay. Um, they'll pull it out. Um, so, well, any other teams you want to highlight here before we uh, before we break it down? Um, no, no, not really right now. Um, I never forget. I ain't gonna lie to you. One of the funniest things I saw was when Charles Barkley made a um, emphatic bet. He put a hundred thousand dollars on the line that the, the Portland Trailblazers will be making it to the NBA Finals. Mm, wow! So. I think he said that this last offseason or this last postseason too. Yeah. So let me tell you something. Yeah. And the the Trailblazers play the Lakers tonight. uh, Some Mondays. So uh, that's going to be a pretty interesting game. I think I need to have my boy CJ McCullum in there. Let me go ahead and get. Yeah, yeah, you might. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I I I think I made a mistake last show. I think I said something about. I, I'm I misspoke on uh, one of my favorite Christmas Day memories. So I believe the the Jason Terry dunk. I don't think that was Christmas. Um, I, I think I was ended up thinking about the year that um, LeBron and the Heat they had the the red out jerseys. And they were throwing them uh-huh, like, yes. like, threw up like two or three alley oops off the backboard. As soon as I as soon as we got the show, I was like, I think I I got that all wrong, but had to correct yeah. myself just then. But man, yeah, this is—it's been shaping up to be a fun NBA season so far. Hopefully, we don't see too many more injuries. And man, these days—we um, got our hands full with this uh, GHSA state championships. That's gonna be really good too. In the NFL yeah. playoffs, man, it's—it's it's good. Good day to be a sports fan. Good week to be a sports. It, fan. it really is, man. Right. Let's go. A lot of content. Well, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in. Um, you know, as always, you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure to give us a follow on uh, Twitter at the TNT Podcast and on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. We always appreciate the support. Guys, continue to like, share, subscribe, write a review, anything like that. But we will go. Um, as always, we'll see you next time. Yes, sir.